0: On, he'll get you the sports any way that he can. It's Mike Francis on the fan, Sports Radio 66 and 101.9 FM, WFAN. All right, coming to you live from Atlanta. This is Mike's on Francesa on the fan on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. As will take you right up until 6:30 here on. Uh, Wednesday of Super Bowl week as the place starts to get a little crowded. Actually Tuesday wasn't that dead. I mean there was actually a lot of people around. There's a lot of players and people in in town already and the weather's still very cold here. It's supposed to warm up. For Atlanta, I guess it's, uh, if they say 50-60 is normal, then they're way below uh, where they are. It's just... uh, it's, it's, it's cold. I mean, that's, it's not crazy. I mean, it's like walking down the street and all on a winter day in New York. That's what it feels like. It, feel, it feels like a 30-degree day, you know, something like that. It's been 30, windy, that kind of thing, but it's supposed to warm up. They're saying Sunday uh, could be in the 60s uh... there is a chance of rain on sunday which will probably keep the roof closed i know they've been toying with the idea they really want to show this roof off and as a matter of fact we have Arthur blank on and that's one of his things is the his, one of his babies is the building and they want to show this roof off in the worst way now whether they'll get to do that or not we'll have to wait and see and what the decision-making that will go into that obviously there's any any uh... rain predicted and there are showers in the forecast for sunday so sunday's supposed to be sixty degrees or you know, light uh, or early sixties, but there is some chance for rain, uh, which would keep the the roof closed. And I think, you know, most I'd like to, I'd like to be at the game and see the the roof open. But I got a feeling it's going to be closed, so I I, I would think that would be the case. Commissioner spoke today, and listen, nothing we want to hear from him because that's the last person we want to hear from is the commissioner. Uh, but the bottom line is, he can tell you there's no appetite. Uh, that's just typical of him being completely tone deaf. The idea that, uh, you know, I haven't sensed that there's an appetite for turning plays where there's no call made into plays that you can challenge or in some way uh, change. Nonsense. Anybody you've heard from this year has any coach that you've heard from, especially Sean, who's on the uh competition committee have talked about that this can't happen again. You've heard from everybody in the league including their owners saying this can't happen again. Now they're throwing around all kinds all kinds of different possibilities. The idea that there would be a video eye in the sky who would have the right to get it on any play, that's a long shot. That is a long shot. The idea that there would be a fail-safe where New York would have an overriding ability to look at any one play they deemed as egregious and with more power placed on them during the postseason. That's got a little bit more of a, a little bit more momentum behind it. But I think the most logical thing is either coaches challenges as we have now or maybe them getting one more challenge and then there being a mechanism for what the penalty will be. There's even been talk of, and this is something you could refine, but I think it's workable, that if you allowed the coach two plays in a game, he can carry it forward in either half, two plays where he can challenge a play, where there has been no, and this will be a special category, where there has been no call made on the play. So there's not a penalty. So you're not challenging the existing penalty. You're not challenging a call that was made on the field. It's a turnover. It's not a turnover. Scoring plays and turnovers are already looked at by uh, by New York anyway. You know that already. They've already covered that part of the game. So here's the mechanism that's being thrown around. The idea that on a play that has no call made on it, that you wish to challenge if you are wrong you not only lose your second challenge for the game to make these so that you don't use them indiscriminately but that there could be actually a runoff of 10 to 15 yards for your team so if you're on defense you might be giving somebody a crucial first down on offense you might be taking your team from first and 10 to you know the first and 25 or second and 25 that kind of thing where they put a penalty a yardage penalty on the play on the call so that it carries that kind of weight so that there is some gravity where you're not going to end the what they want to guard against is they want to give the coach the mechanism to have a voice on a play that he thinks is egregious and clearly this play He would have thrown the flag. They would have thrown the penalty flag, and that would have been the end of it. Okay? That that would have been it. The only question they would have had is whether they were going to call it a personal foul, a a helmet-to-helmet, or whether they were going to call it just a pass interference. So that would have been the only thing you had to talk about there on that play. Uh, The bottom line is that would have taken them all of two seconds. Or if they had gone and looked at the Brady phantom 15-yard penalty for the personal foul all right or if they miss a face mask same thing you go there if it's obvious and it's obvious to the whole world you are now going to have remember you are now if you're a coach you are going to have a guy in the coach's booth who is going to be now there to to basically buzz down to you You'll get it anyway, but remember, they can play fast and loose if you're the visiting coach. You don't, you don't get replays very quickly. There's no rule about that. They didn't have to change that rule, which they should have changed in leagues anyway, a long time ago, about how quickly you put the replay up so that the guys can see it on the field. But the bottom line is there should even be a mechanism on this play where if the coach can wait and confer with his staff... He can call a timeout and confer with the staff on whether he wants to make this call so that they can say, Coach, listen, here's what we see. You want to throw the flag? Because the flag could be, a, you know, in a big part of the game, the flag could be a very big play if there's going to carry a penalty with it. So that's being discussed, or it could just be worked into the regular part of the game too, where you don't change the challenges now, and you make them do it inside their challenges. But they might feel for the non-call that it goes into a special category, because one of the things that has been talked about is how they don't want there to be a uh, they don't want there to be a indiscriminate number of times where the non-call. Is turned into a stoppage of play and a penalty. But here's the amazing thing: that all they talk about is, "Well, you know, we have to keep the game moving. We have to keep the game moving." How many times do they stop the game for ridiculous nothings, or, or are supposed to get a call quickly and are looking at it over there for ten minutes and stop the game dead to a walk? We've seen that happen how many times. The bottom line is, there's going to be stoppages in these big games. More, what is more important? Is it more important that they stop the game for two minutes or that the wrong team goes to the Super Bowl? What is more important? Clearly, we know the answer to that. So when it comes to getting it right, and if you're going to be in the bookmaking business, what these leagues are, they are partners with now legal bookmakers. If they are going to... And they're going to be bigger and bigger and better and bigger in that as the years go by. This is not going to be something that gets smaller. It's going to get larger. I actually think there will be a time where you will be able to wager from your seat in these games. You'll be in the stadium, because otherwise, the cha- one thing that all these owners in all these sports, and I've had owners tell me this, biggest issue we have going forward as owners is how to make it attractive for fans to come to the game where they're not so comfortable at home where they're not like i don't want to travel so that we might have trouble getting live audiences into our building if we don't give them a reason to come well if you can sit at home and you can sit on your couch and you can dial up on your, or call draftkings or you know put it on your computer and put it on your iPhone and punch in draftkings and make your calls and make your bets, but you can't do that from the stadium with any access that's another reason why you're going to stay home that has to be guarded again, so I think there will not only be a time where there first there'll be kiosks in the stadium I think there will be a time where at the seat you will be able to actually there'll be a place at your seat where it'll be built in in the stadiums in the future. Now, again, this doesn't happen tomorrow. But remember, you still don't have you still have plenty of states that don't even have legalized gambling yet. You have states where it won't even come up as an issue or come up on a ballot for two or three more years. Let's talk to California might not have legalized gambling for five more years. So this is not tomorrow, but this is the NFL of the future. But th- what they have to do is in a time where there is all this technology, they have got to get the call right. And it is an utter joke that we get to Friday. we uh, get to Wednesday of Super Bowl week before the commissioner directly addresses something that happened a week ago Sunday in his league
1: that he wasn't
0: up and talking about it a day later is outrageous and just shows you how bad he is at handling the public relations of his league he's got his strong points we know what they are that's why he makes 40 million dollars a year he's grown the revenues very well he's been a great pit bull for the league he's fought off the players association tremendously he's fought off the older players and the indigent players tremendously and made sure that they got table scraps He's done that very well for the owners, and he's grown their revenues enormously, and that's why he gets paid as he does as an owner-employee, which is what he is. Not a caretaker of the game, he's not the steward of the game, he's an owner's employee. But the fact that you don't see him until Wednesday uh, after what the controversy that this league's under is just outrageous. And I guess they got themselves a little other situation, which they're not sure exactly how to deal with yet. But they've had some issues where there's been rumblings and listen I'm just bringing it up because we're here they now are worried about the show Maroon 5 is going to put on because there's some talk that there might be some stuff in the show and they're not going to meet the media beforehand they've now decided they are not meeting the media on Friday none of the performers are meeting the media on Friday and there's some controversy about what they might have as part of their show in terms of some statements protests whatever so that is, there's a lot of rumbling about that and the leaks concern on how to handle that beforehand and find out exactly what they have planned in their show so you might hear more about that in the next couple of days too because that's uh, something i've heard this morning also uh, just walking around that there's an issue there too and they did cancel their press conference for the first time. They're the first actor that will not have a press conference. Not that the press conference would have held them from doing something on Sunday anyway. It wouldn't have. But they said they'll do their talking on, on Sunday. They won't have any comments beforehand. Their performance will do all the talking for them. So that's where we are. Uh, I know they played the Goodell press conference. I didn't hear it. Uh, I was traveling over here at that time. I didn't hear it. So maybe we'll play some of it later and listen together. Uh, but the gist of it is... It's going to be a busy time for the league when they get together in March. There's going to be changes made in the rules. There's going to be changes in how they uh, call the game. It's coming. There's no way around it. And they will remedy the situation one way or the other. Back after this.